Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. I am so excited for this episode. So about a month ago, I received an email from a teacher who is teaching a high school English Foundations class from Prairie Seeds Academy. She explained that her students are working on a unit having to do with myths and legends, and that some of her students wanted to submit their scary stories to Mix in the Dark. I have eight stories for you. This set of stories is very different from what I usually do. The stories are fictional, but based on true experiences. I did not hesitate to say yes to working with them. As you know, I usually tell true scary stories, but I really do have a soft spot for students and I love that they are excited to write. The class spent a lot of time writing these stories, so please take a listen. I also want to give a quick shout out to my third graders for showing their support by listening in with me. I remind you to be kind and respectful as you always are. We've got live rain and a thunderstorm going on behind me, so let's get started with these stories. Please enjoy. Story 1. The Laughing and Dead Bird In Hmong religion, birds are known to be messengers and bad luck. If a bird were to die outside of your house or come inside a house, that means something bad is going to happen. The reason that we believe that birds are messengers is because they are trying to tell that person that something bad is going to happen to them. There are rare times when ghosts want something from you. They might use a bird as a trap, so it is not good to use our hands to pick up a dead bird. Picking up a dead bird means that we have successfully taken the ghost's property or trap. Birds can mean a lot of things, so we have to be careful. Last summer, we had a little garden in our backyard. We planted tomatoes, peppers, and other vegetables. One morning, my father woke up around 8 a.m. to get some tomatoes and peppers from our backyard. When he got there, he saw a dead bird in our garden next to the tomatoes. He tried to find something to pick up the dead bird, but unfortunately, he couldn't find anything. He decided to grab the dead bird with his bare hands. When my father threw the dead bird away, he heard three little laughs. He looked around, but didn't see anyone there. He was the only one who went outside. He turned around and said loudly, I know who you are. I am not taking your stuff. I am just throwing it away. Do not come near me or my house or there will be consequences. As he said that, he went back inside the house and told my mother what happened. He was suspicious about the bird and knew that it was not normal. Later that night, he went to sleep and he dreamt that there were three guys who came up to him and asked him for money. He told him that he did not have any money and for them to not come ask him anymore. They told him that they were very poor and that they did not have anyone else, so that's why they came to him to ask for money. My father replied to them that if they are really in need of money, then my dad will give them some. After he woke up from his dream, he thought to himself about calling my uncle to do a reading on the dream and the dead bird. After my father told my uncle about everything that happened to him, my uncle did a cultural reading and found that it was some ghost 
who just wanted money. They did not mean any harm to our family. After the conversation, my father told me and my sister to fold around 100 Joss papers into boats. Joss paper is paper for the dead. When you burn it, it becomes money for the dead. After folding all the papers, we went outside and burned the Joss paper to the three ghosts. While burning the money, my father said, Here is the money that you want. Come and take it. Don't come back anymore. After we were done burning the money, we went back inside and nothing else happened. Story 2. The Forest in Vietnam This story is from my father before he passed away. My father is a soldier in Laos in the 1970s. My father does not like to talk about this time very much, but shared this story with me before he passed. My father was on patrol for Vietnamese soldiers in a jungle. He and one of his best friends were alone that afternoon. After a few hours, night fell and he and his friends took turns sleeping and patrolling the jungle. Not only were they looking to protect each other from the enemy, they were also many deadly poisonous insects and spiders to look out for. Throughout the night, my father heard strange animals that made loud demonic noises. On another night, he was patrolling the jungle in the same area. He fell asleep next to a campfire. He woke up and heard the sound of Vietnamese soldiers whispering. He woke up, put out the fire, and stayed concealed in the dark. The Vietnamese soldiers passed by. He immediately reported back to base that he spotted a few Vietnamese soldiers in the jungle. When a team was sent out to capture the soldiers, the team found three of the Vietnamese soldiers ripped apart by some kind of animal. They searched the area for the rest of the soldiers, but the team found nothing. They left the bodies and went back to base. The next morning, the bodies were gone. They did not care about the bodies, so they just went to another location. The next night, my father was on patrol again, alone. He fell asleep for just a few hours. He woke up to the sound of a female screaming and sound of bones breaking. My father jumped up and raised his rifle. My father heard the thumping of a heavy person coming toward him. My father raised his rifle, ready to shoot, while waiting for whatever was coming toward him to come at him. The thumping came closer and closer, and my father saw a dark shadow in the distance. As it came closer, he could kind of make out what the creature looked like. He described it to be the fawn, a half-human, half-goat creature. My father fired a few shots and the shadow ran off into the night. My father kept his rifle close to him the whole night. The next day, he found out that the creature or whatever the shadow was had lost some kind of green dark liquid on the ground where he shot off in the dark. My father notified his teams and reported back to his captain, but they ignored. A few years have gone by now. My father was in a Huey helicopter on a mission at night. The mission was to bring back a teammate that was captured or taken as prisoner of war. The person in the landing zone was far away, 
As they arrived at the enemy territory, the helicopter was struck by a rocket-propelled grenade. The rocket struck the tail rotor of the helicopter, causing the helicopter to crash into a jungle and causing a huge explosion. The Vietnamese soldiers didn't go to the crash site because they saw the explosion. But my father was still alive, along with all his teammates and the two pilots. The helicopter had an emergency side door release if the door got stuck, but the model of that helicopter that my father flew had no emergency release. My father and the rest of the allies would be stuck in the helicopter for two to three hours. Another Huey helicopter arrived and my father and his teams were given M16 rifles. Even though they crashed, they were able to rescue the captured allies. Two of my father's team members died in front of him. The bodies were brought back to base for a burial. That night, my father was again sent to patrol in the forest, but this time, two teams of six people were sent to patrol the area with him. They spread out, and all of a sudden, one of the teammates on the other team radioed my father's team that they heard an unusual sound. The soldiers started shooting. Gunshots could be heard through the radio. After a few seconds, everything went radio silent. My father and two other teammates went to see what happened. When they arrived at the other team's camp, they found themselves in a horrifying scene of their allies all ripped in half. Some were ripped in four to six different parts. Not too long after being on site, they start to hear a growling sound in the dark. A creature 12 to 15 feet tall rushed out of the night and attacked them. One of my father's team members was badly injured while my father and the other team members continued to fire off their weapons and automatic, emptying their magazines into the creature. The creature ran off injured and my father and his two teammates just looked at each other like, what just happened? The injured soldier healed and he was later killed in action on a different mission. Ever since that day, my father would not stop thinking about his encounter in the forest with a giant creature. My father married my mother in 1983 and later died on August 29, 2015. Story 3 The Time When My Grandpa Was Chased By A Ghost My grandpa was 16, my current age, when he was living in Laos. He would go out a lot to hang out with his friends. He and his friends heard a cry. They tried to find the person crying, only to find that there wasn't anyone around that they could see. The crying turned into laughter and got louder and louder. My grandpa and his friends ran to his house. The whole way there, they were chased by the ghost. The weirdest thing is that as they were being chased, the ghost was nowhere to be seen, but they could hear the crying and laughing of the ghost. When they got home, the crying and laughter stopped. To this day, my grandpa will never know what the ghost looked like and he doesn't want to find out. 
My grandpa and his friends were lucky that they had gotten away because they could have been killed that day. Story 4 The Girl Who Ended Up in the Freezer My sister, my mom, and I were staying at a Crown Plaza Hotel in Chicago for two nights just like a family would do to spend time with each other. I was six years old at the time and my sister was 14. The first night at the hotel, my sister and I stayed in the hotel room while my mom went to play in the casino areas. It was fun until the second night when things got weird. On the second night, my sister and I decided it would be cool to try to scare each other by telling scary ghost stories. My ghost story was from a book I read, and hers was a true experience from her friend. As she was telling her story, I started to get chills. One of the lights turned on and started flickering nonstop. Then my sister looked up to where I was looking and asked, Why are you staring at the ceiling in the dark? I said, you didn't see the lights flickering just now? Then, my sister had this confused face like she had just seen a ghost. She got up and turned on the lights and said, no, in a confused way, and said that I was crazy. I shrugged my shoulders like nothing had just happened, and then my sister went to go to the bathroom. As she closed the door, I saw a girl with long hair wearing pants, a crop top, and a jean jacket just standing in the room right by the door to the hallway. At first, I thought I was imagining it, and then I turned around to where the beds were, and she was sitting on the bed. I asked her what she wanted and what her name was. She said her name was Kenika, Kenika Jenkins, and that she needed help. Before I could answer, my sister opened the bathroom door and asked who I was talking to. I said, just a girl. My sister looked around the room and said, there is no girl in here. Are you okay? I said I was okay, but that I just met this girl named Kenneka Jenkins. My sister's eyes got big and she pulled me by my arm into the hallway. She said, do you know what happened to her? I said, no, do you know her or something? She said, yeah, she was one of my friends. We were here at the hotel and I think it was in March. She said, my friends and I were partying. Kenneka was just turning 18. Kenneka said she needed to go to the bathroom, but she left the hotel room and ended up not going to the bathroom. We went to the front desk to tell the lady that our friend was missing. The lady called the security guy to look at the cameras, and they found Kenneka stumbling through the hallways, barely keeping her balance with her eyes closed. Later in the footage, they saw her walk into the back where the kitchen was. Also, this is where she disappeared from the tape. They went to look in the kitchen and saw the freezer door open. When they went to look, they found her body lying on the floor in the freezer. The police were called, but they did not know why she ended up there. When they told the family that she was dead, the family started crying. I guess her spirit stayed in the hotel where she had died. Story 5 Deja Vu I don't remember much, but it does feel like I do. 
I think it was maybe five or six years ago. It was just a normal day when I just felt sleepy. All of a sudden, I was swaying left and right. I felt like my arms were a heavy weight. I just blacked out, and I woke up in a field of flowers. It felt like I was there before, but I had never seen this place before. It felt safe. It felt like I never wanted to leave. Once again, I blacked out and I woke up in some long corridor, but I didn't wake up laying down. I woke up running scared. I looked back to see what was chasing me. All I saw was darkness until I heard a loud bang, followed by screaming. I heard three more bangs. It sounded like a gun. I heard a scream again, but this time it sounded like a distorted voice saying, Help me, please help me. It was a woman's voice and it sounded familiar even though it was distorted. All of a sudden, I saw her. The woman had four bullet wounds and she was crawling to me. I heard another bang and woke up in a hospital bed. I was breathing heavily and I was sweating a lot. Apparently, I was in a coma for two weeks. After a series of tests, I was finally discharged from the hospital. My mom came and picked me up once she heard I was up. As we were driving, I remember looking out the window and I saw her. It was by the flower field. It went by so fast, I didn't quite notice it at the time. When we got home, I did what other kids do, which was play video games. I played for hours while my parents were out for the day, maybe doing some shopping. Eventually, I got bored of playing games, so I decided to watch movies. As soon as I picked up a movie to watch, I immediately felt sleepy again. Just like before, I blacked out again. This time, when I opened my eyes, I was in the corridor and I had a pistol in hand. I felt scared, then I saw something move. I fired again and again, four times to be exact. Once I realized what was happening, I woke up on the couch. Had I killed someone? I was sweating all over. When my parents came home, I told them what happened in my dream and they comforted me. The next day, my parents were watching the news and there was a murder in the same corridor. The murder was also found in the same flower field. It took me by surprise, but what shocked me even more is that he killed himself. A few years have gone by and I forgot about it. Nothing scary happened in my life, but the occasional dreams of falling from somewhere. This story was inspired by my deja vu experience and is only partly true. Story 6. Cursed. My auntie was in the parking lot at Walgreens. She started to become crazy. She was yelling and screaming. Somebody called an ambulance to take her to the hospital. She stayed there for a month because her ex-husband was trying to scare her by doing some bad things to her. When she got out of the hospital, she found a new boyfriend and they were together for about a year. It turns out that her boyfriend just wanted her for her money and then she became crazy again and went back to the hospital. My family thinks it was a bad spirit that made her crazy and acted out of control. My auntie got a shaman that said some prayers that could protect her and her son. 
She did the same thing to her ex-husband so that he would also feel crazy. That helped her to feel better and that was kind of a revenge for how he treated her. She is not dating anyone anymore and she and her son are happier. Story 7. The Medicine Bottle I was three or four years old around the time this happened. I was living at my grandma's place with other family members. My grandma's place was a corner house with train tracks nearby. I remember being alone in the living room playing with my toys and my aunt was upstairs. The windows were open with a few breezes coming through. My grandma had medication bottles on a high shelf that I could not reach. I was playing with my toys when a medication bottle fell down. I was startled and ran to the couch. I observed the room. The wind was way too weak to blow it down, and the train wasn't strong enough to shake or move things around. Then my aunt came down the stairs and she asked why the medication bottle was down on the floor or why it had been brought down. I was too shocked to respond. How could I reach it when I wasn't tall enough? My aunt put the medication bottle back on the shelf. To this day, I still think about what caused it. Maybe a ghost? Story 8. My Paranormal Experience My paranormal experience first started in 2015 on August 29th. That was the day my father passed away and the day my brother turned 29 years old. I was 10 years old at the time. My father passed away at the hospital around 11 p.m. My brother, mother, and I drove home after he took his last breath. As we were driving home, I could feel some kind of presence to my left in the back passenger seat. When I got home, all my cousins and relatives were there. I didn't want to spend a single minute with them as I just wanted to go to bed and sleep. My brother wouldn't let me sleep because it was rude to leave guests unattended, so he kept me up. After all of our cousins and relatives left our house, my brother and mother went to sleep. I was the only one up at the time playing games so I could get some stress off of me. As I was playing a game, I felt a sudden chill. I got a little hungry, so I went to get some food. For some reason, when I stepped into the kitchen, it was freezing cold. I went to the kitchen table and the temperature dropped even more. I thought that our two windows near our table were loose and the cold wind was probably just able to get through. As I walked back to the living room, I saw a huge spider like a tarantula in the middle of my living room. I didn't go near it. I just watched it go behind my couch and disappear. I thought it was my dad coming back as a spider. After that, everything slowly became normal again besides not having my father at home and always thinking that my father was at work. Fast forward to 2017. I was downstairs playing on my computer and I was just watching random YouTube videos on games when I saw a gigantic black centipede that was about 9 to 10 inches long. It was just sitting at the corner of my table 4 feet away from me and my computer, but I ignored it. 
The centipede sat there for more than four months, not moving an inch. I thought it was dead, so I had my mother go and throw it away since it was too big for me to pick up. The moment my mother picked it up, it started to move. She killed it somehow without me noticing it. After that, nothing else happened. The year was 2018 or 19. I was at Walmart with my brother. My brother went ahead of me. He was about 15 feet away. I could still see him perfectly, but as I blinked, he just disappeared in front of my eyes into thin air. I spent two minutes looking for him in the clothes section of the store, but then he appeared behind me. I asked him, where'd you go? And he said, I was behind you calling your name the whole time, asking why you are acting so crazy and looking around like that. But I had looked behind me. I did not see him. It was like a glitch in the matrix that happened. A glitch in the matrix means that something happened in a way where you cannot explain it. It is the year 2020. I was up at 12 a.m. eating food right before bed. As I was eating, my kitchen light started flickering on and off a few times. When the light stopped flickering, I saw a shadow of a man running from my living room to the bedroom at the speed of light. I ran and checked my room to find nothing but my TV that had been left on and my game controller that was off because I left the controller on for too long. I continued eating and then I went to bed. I woke up the next morning having a massive headache and a red scratch mark X on my back. I never told my parents about it. I went through the school day with a headache, but it stopped when I got to my second class at school. I came back home and was playing games alone in my basement. I felt a presence watching me. This presence didn't seem like my father's presence. I felt more an evil, demonic presence. For the first time in my life, I was in fight or flight mode. I felt that whatever was there was not human at all. I turned off everything downstairs and ran upstairs to find my brother gone and my mother asleep. I just stayed upstairs for an hour watching TV and hoping my father's spirit would protect me from this demonic and evil entity. I finally decided to go back downstairs and could still feel the demonic presence downstairs, but it seemed less rageful than before. After three days, I couldn't feel the entity anymore. I continued to stay and play games in my basement all day and all night, until one night, I saw four shadows standing next to me. Eventually, there was a night where I was sleeping and I became paralyzed. I could move my head to look around, but the rest of my body stayed still like I was asleep. I woke up the next morning to find my sword that I leaned on my table had fell. It was a good-sized sword, so I don't know how I was not able to hear it hit the ground. It's finally the year 2021. It was in the afternoon when I came out of my bedroom after I finished playing a game to find some food. I went to my living room and felt a super cold chill from behind me. I quickly turned around to find my hallway completely empty and the sunlight shining through my bedroom window in the hallway. I looked around me. My mom was asleep in her room. I took a look and noticed that our couch was empty. 
I turned back to look behind me for a second. As I turned back around to look in front of me, I saw my mom sitting on the couch holding the TV controller. I got goosebumps and slowly backed up into my room, hopped on my bed, threw on my blanket, and closed my eyes and slept. 20 minutes had passed by, and I could not sleep. I heard my mom open my door. She explained to me that she saw me looking like a dead person with my eyes open, staring straight up at the ceiling. She got scared and yelled at me for it. For the whole day, I just felt this presence of threat everywhere I went, even when I am in my room. I felt threatened by something or someone that I did not know. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.